Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action 4 News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Combo Number 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. Uh, yes, and remember everyone, and I'm not making this up, Yeetus McFetus, and I will self-delete us. Squee McGee getting caught up with meta traffic with the Weatherlight Report. Oh, I'm bringing the beat on the street. Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. <laughs> well, with Mardi Gras over, for some reason, Mr. T is still living that Creole party life. Love it. Thanks for tuning in to your number six source of Magic the Gathering News. We are excited to finally be nominated for an Emmy Cruel. So famous. Probably potentially soon, right? We'll know if we actually uh, Well, we have it. to have that video submitted oh, by right. the 20th, so I would assume it's probably beginning of April. Yeah. yeah. They so. got it. There's, a, there's recounts. There's caucuses. It's a whole system. Caucus. <laughs> Caucus. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to start off the top of the cast of Ladies and Carnage that ensued with... 45. So we had our CMD Tower takeover at our sponsor, Level 1 what Game Shop, yeah, uh, last weekend. Tip. So this will Great be tip. like a week and a half past. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to toot my horn. I did pretty damn well, if I do say so myself. Uh, outside of the game that we are not going to talk about, uh, I was three and one for the night. Uh, triggered. Yeah. Uh, set me off. Um, so, you know, I had a lot of very fun games, talked with a lot of really cool people, but I want to talk about the last game of the night. Oh, oh, it was a great game. A- a- I, will a- say. A- 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 I will say. I poorly timed fog. Uh, or uh, deck. That is correct. And you are right. uh, let's talk about how Infect doesn't kill someone if you can't yeah, kill them with Infect. That was nuts. So, so anyways. A couple things that I need to preface here. I'm deeply upset. That's actually it. That's it. Just go okay. ahead. <laughs> so final game of the night. It was Sloppy Swee McGee with played. his, of course, Reese deck. That, that's what he plays. Hey, uh, hey, hey, hey. That was the first time I played. No, sorry. Second time I played. Uh, so he's a liar. Uh, we had a friend of the cast and Patreon, Nathan, uh, oh, yeah. playing his filthy Sir Conrad yeah, deck. Yeah, like that thing has, real some, dirty. has some moves. Big Tuck with Sylvala Explorer, Explorer Return. Return. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, I, played, is, I, I played only Celestia that night. Yep, yeah, and that's the parlay Sylvala if you're not yep. familiar. Which and you I, hate if I'm not... Correct. Incorrect. Yes. Except for the new deck, which I'll talk about on my turn. Okay. Uh, and and I played Carador because uh, we only had like thirty minutes left, yeah. forty minutes. So we kind of needed to go quick, even though the game took an hour. And shout out to Level One, you guys were awesome, yes. letting us stay yeah. like thirty Thank minutes you past close. So much. Um, so here's what was going on. Nathan was straight draining everyone everybody. with yeah, Sir Conrad. Everybody. So bad. Big Tuck was just solvoloing left and right, doing all of these parlays, getting mana drawn cards, getting more mana untapping her. It was yeah, disgusting. Was awesome. uh, I was setting up some a nice future infinite combo with what I'm going to call Wood Mike. Woodfall Primus and uh, Micaeus. Sure. Uh, setting it up with Wood Mike. Which I will say I saw coming miles away yeah. and warned yeah. everyone else that this was going to happen and it just fell on deaf ears. Uh, you cannot say that. Uh, yes, I can. Uh, no, you can't. You wait your turn. Uh, so I had Alter Dementia out, the, the milling altar. Uh, Squee was well squeeing, uh, sitting tight, well making tokens. Well squeeing, I like it. Uh, so I was at, f- you know, a lot of stuff happened. I was at four life. 
I think I had Woodfall and Micaeus in the graveyard. Uh, earlier, Big Tuck had blown up Altar of Dementia. That's mm-hmm. in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. I really didn't have a board. I just, kinda, right. I think at that point I was just you're ramping. just chilling. You were just yeah. ramping you were sitting a lot. tight, as it were. Uh, no, I was playing stuff. It was just ramp by yourself. Uh, Squee Fog to save me because so I was, so was going to kill Mister Combo correct. and Ding Squee and kill Nathan. Correct. Yeah. We so, got a little salty about the ding, you know, misguided. Uh, yep. And so he saved us, which I also think, I don't know if you had Triumph in hand, but I think at that point, I think your mindset, because you were big no, time. I, I did have Triumph in hand, and we'll get to this later. Okay. <laughs> I thought I had the game. So, well, the thing with, with Big Tuck, though, is that he clearly was doing... Sir Conrad was draining everyone, but yep. Big yes. Tech was just his board. I, I, I had my boys crazy. out. I had my boys out. Uh, yes, so, anyways, Squeamy Gee comes to his turn. Right. And he's like, hey, did you. It wasn't Crater Hoof. No, no, no. It, it was, was Triumph of the Hordes and what? Yeah, Thunderfoot Bayloth. Thunderfoot Bayloth. Yeah, yeah Thunder, Thunderfoot had been on the board for like three turns and nobody noticed, which was great. And I was sitting. I also had my own Thunderhoof because I was running like Priest of Titania, Thunderfoot, uh, maybe seven or eight different. Well, and then I think the thing that really did it was you had that creature to where damage can't be prevented, no matter what damage goes through, even if it's blocked. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Yes, it was a green creature. Yeah, right. uh, That if you block the damage, damage still still goes goes through. through. So he casts Try for the Hordes, does all the stuff. I'm at four life. The other, my two other two opponents, Big Tuck and Nathan, have tons of life. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he swings at them enough like to yeah. kill them with Infect, and he swings four at me. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I kill everyone. And I say, aha, no you don't, because when a creature has Infect, it doesn't actually deal any damage. It just deals poison counters. Uh, and he's like, blasted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, blasted. <laughs> I blasted myself. And so, you know, we allowed Squee to take another reevaluation. He's like, no, this is still the right play. Because, in all fairness, that was the right play. Yeah, I had nothing the time, on my I, board. No, the right, the right play would be let Previous me kill turn, you two, unfog. and then he casts yeah. Triumph of the Hordes and yeah. kills me. Would have been well, fine. We're, we're, we're in the moment that we're in now. Him <sighs> killing you two was the better cho- choice Correct. opposed to leaving yeah. Conrad or you alive and killing me. Arguably. Because I literally, yeah. No, it's not arguably. You, I had no You board. did infinite out. Yeah, and then you just infinite out because you had Immediately. your two in the graveyard. Because so. as soon as I pass turn, you go, Well, you guys oh, have to let I me win. finish talking because I did everything from my hand because I had nothing on the board. Sure. So I ended up playing Survival of the Fittest from my hand. Right. Mm-hmm. I ended up discarding a card, getting Eternal Witness, playing Eternal Witness, getting Alter of Dementia back, playing Alter of Dementia, then sacking Eternal Witness to victimize, to then get Wood Mike, and then the way I stacked the stack, I milled out Squee McGee, but he couldn't have known any of that since I had no board. Correct, but he could have just let me kill you guys and then just kill me in in response. I tell you, that hindsight, it's a bitch. Oh, we don't live in the past. We live in the future. I choose, what is it? Um, Anyways, I'm not sad. I dome two. I should have domed three. I I choose not to grieve or something like that. It's from Resident (laughs) Evil. But the one thing I will kind of point out for some people, because it got pointed out to me, Funny interactions. If a player's praying Sir Conrad and you have Micaeus, Micaeus kills Sir Conrad. Yes, immediately, which is cool. Uh, second thing is with the Woodfall Primus Micaeus combo where you have the infinite persist, it's not a May ability on the destroy. So you actually have to stack the triggers where you sack Woodfall, and when it comes back with its ETB on the stack, you have to then sack him again. And basically, you just stack up all the. Oh, because eventually you have to destroy all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> So uh, I've actually never noticed that interaction before, no, and so stacking it that way. Squee, what game do you want to talk about? So I'm talking about an After Hours affair. Yes. Oh, oh, you don't want to talk about the one where you killed me? I did. It was fun. 
Sounds, progress. Sounds great. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's anyway. hear about this After Hours yeah. affair. So After Hours, uh, uh, Dan, friend of the show, appreciate you. Yeah. it's over. Played also on the games. Patreon. Yeah, absolutely. So I got Reese in my second game of the evening, as I aforementioned, off of two mana yeah, that to was lock insane. out the entire board. Were you guys I, just bad magic players? No, it no, was like... it was Ramp City. Yeah. It all happened at the same... It just kept going. It was one forest... One plains, and off one forest and one plains, I had at least about 15 creatures. I had enchantments in the board that weren't letting anybody attack me. But how's that ramp city if you only had two lands? Because he like went into elf, 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 elf. Oh, all these elves were mana dorks. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, the entire game, I only had two mana. You guys are bad magic players. I was playing Torbrin, so I didn't have one of my four board wipes. <laughs> it was a five pod, by the way. Yeah. There was a lot going on, but the two mana... It sufficed because huh, it, it was, was like awesome. it was like first turn birds, second turn soul ring, and then it just on top of there. that, and then, and then, then he had you like, go and sur- I searched for a priest of Titania off an elder charm. He had like vig- he had like vigor. Yeah, and... vigor came out like fourth turn. Yeah, it was bonkers. It was an amazing board state. Bad magic players. Well, you gotta play. You, with, you gotta play with the one who brought you or the hand you draw. <laughs> and then and then Dan. So that game ended up in just a straight out quit. We Everybody just quit. quit. Yeah, because like well, I think was it was at like two a.m. or something. No, no, no. This was up? this was early it was because the first game of the night. He uh, killed, well, he, he, first he, game of the post. He straight he straight up killed Will. And then yeah, Dan Cyclonic Rift. Good and for then, him. And then I copied Cyclonic Rift, so he also <laughs> lost all of his shit. And then we we're all sitting there. Will was out, and we were just like, "This game's not gonna go anywhere." Yeah. So I mean, that felt I good. Like, I, we were like, "All That's the ramp cards that drove on just in one. my hand now." That's it. That was fun. One. That was fun. All right. Two mana. You can do it, guys. Get out there. <laughs> Take risky hands. Do it. Uh, well, nothing's more risky than Tyler's one mana keeper, Queen Marchesa. Oof. We don't oh, need to get yes, into that, that again. Was awesome. Big Tuck, what game do you want to talk about? So, um, I the overarching thing I want to talk about is I piloted my 45th deck on Saturday. So, it's the new Siona Captain of the Pileus. Uh, she's a legendary creature. When she enters the battlefield, you look at the top seven, keep an aura card out of them, and then whenever an aura you control becomes attached to a creature, create a 1-1 one, one white human soldier creature token. Um, I do have the infinite combo in there just because I have the cards lying around. How many cards does it take to do that infinite combo? Uh, two. Oh, and then okay. you need a third, maybe a fourth to get there. So it's degenerate, yes. And I'm almost borderline cutting it because I had a chance to go get it, but I didn't because I don't like to win that way. So the the big thing about her that I liked is she's my third Celestia deck, and she's finally one that feels like it's different. So I have like Kitty Cats, which is Kitty Cats. And then I have, yeah, it's bad. And then I have Savala Explorer Return, which is effectively just another Reese deck. Like, it's tokens and big mana. Mm -hmm. So, Uh it's fine. Um, But this one was really fun. So, um, in the last game, and I'm making a vow now that if it ever comes down to a dice roll, and I have a choice on the dice roll, I will not choose Squee. Because I let fates aside and ended up losing the game. Because I could have prevented the game because I had, like, a sort of lock... Um, there's a really good card out. I think it's called Knight Captain of Eos. So okay. when it enters the battlefield, you get two 1-1 one, one soldiers. And then you can pay a white, sack a soldier, fog, combat, right? So with her, with him and Siona out and some sort of flicker effect or anything, you pretty much can just fog every combat whenever you want. Wow. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. bonkers. So I had that going, and Squee had a 28-28 Frixian... What's the name of that Obliterator. one? Obliterator. Obliterator. So for those who don't know, it's got trample, and if you, whenever it's dealt damage, the controller of that damage source has to sack that many permanents. Yeah. So yeah. I was essentially in a, either you don't block and you die, 
Correct. Or you do block and you lose your board state. It was, was so gross. Yeah. What was color is that? Gross. Black? Yeah, black. Yeah, it's it's, it's black. four black to play and for a 5-5 five, five trampler it, with that. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a heavy card. Whew. But um, the cool thing was that I didn't, I played Siona in so far as like trying to do the thing, but it also turns out she's a really good Voltron commander. Cause I just slapped all these enchantments on her oh, to sure. draw cards and do all mm-hmm. that stuff. And then I realized that she was like 24 and had a rogues passage. Yeah. So I could have killed him or Dan cause Dan was make Dan had Teferi's puzzle box out and there's just, <laughs> he's causing a ruckus. Yeah, it was horrible. Generally. So, um, I rolled dice. You let Squee live. No, I rolled dice oh. and killed Squee. Yeah. And yeah. then Dan, I got hated out. Then I ended Again. up, we ended up losing to Will over some bullshit from his five color Niv Mizzet deck. And, oh, which uh, apparently we're going to have to debut together with my God deck just to put you on. Oh tilt. God. I'm going to rub my beard all over your lands, all over them, just like Davis. <laughs> but um, the point being is that Siona, for a new deck that I ran a couple times, she's really fun. Um, yep. And she's just a really fun commander. So yeah, that, actually, that, was, that was my big pull away from that. I actually want to say on the Legendary Creature podcast, I was listening to it this week, they did an episode around Voltron, like actually how to make it better. And she was one of the ones that they talked yeah. about to where it's like, she's actually... Like people aren't necessarily building her as Voltron, but she's pretty darn and then, good. And that's at the point. And like, and that's what I like about her too, because like I had a bunch of enchantment cards left over, so she can she kind of pl- like with one commander and one build of the deck without swapping anything out, you can build it. You can kind of play it like token synergy. You mm-hmm. can kind of play it Voltron. You can kind of play it like mm-hmm. enchantments, um, all that stuff. So I really, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I think she's a cool commander. I thought she was kind of lame when she got previewed, but um, it really worked out. So she's been a great addition to my arsenal. Big Tuck, I do have a question. As your 45th deck has come afoot, are you ready for a mid-deck life crisis? What's uh, next? What's on the horizon for you? Tell me. Just in general? For deck building. <laughs> oh, deck building. You're about to have a crisis. Are you about to go into uh, No, I'm about to build deck 46. <laughs> this one just kind of came in because it only cost me 50 bucks to make it. So my 46th deck, which was supposed to be my 45th, is now going to be the next one, which is going right. to be your Silver Dragon Claw, and I'm very excited. <laughs> I interrupt this broadcast to announce the winner of the February giveaway. It's Leanne Wong at Leanne One on Twitter. Please reach out to Mr. Combo Number Five or at CMD Tower on Twitter to claim your prize. And congratulations! All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up Forty Life in a Dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse. What's the plane chase? Let's talk about Ramp, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about your deck and mine. Let's talk about all the quick things and all the overcosted <laughs> things. Let's talk about Ramp. Let's talk about Ramp. Let's talk about Ramp. Let's talk about Ramp. Yeah, I actually listened to that Salt and Pepper song like three or four times. And, and as it was coming to it, I started getting nervous because I was like, I think I forgot how to sing this thing. But hey, we're I talking about did, Ramp. I thought you today. did a great job. I thought you did a great job. Uh, <laughs> so, what we wanted to do today, guys, is not talk staples. We're not talking soul rings. But uh, we thought it'd be interesting to kind of talk about. Ways to speed mana wise, mm-hmm. not necessarily like brews and builds where they talk about grain builds, but just how do I get <laughs> they talk about it they like, talk like about they're it. some sort of strangers? <laughs> um, but you know, thought it'd be interesting to just talk about all these different ways that's not just oh, Thran Dynamo, oh, Gaia's sure. Cradle, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, I've yeah. heard it, I've heard all of those are pretty good. So, um, and also the way I kind of approach this is I wanted to talk about kind of unique and different ways that you can ramp. It doesn't necessarily need to be early game because sometimes you need sure. a ramp in the middle and late. So the card that I'm going to open up with that I don't think it's used as a ramp card is Spell Swindle. I think this Ooh, is actually a great yeah, that's ramp a great, card. That's a great one. It's three colorless blue, blue, instant, 
Counter-target spell, create X colorless treasure artifact tokens where X is at spells convert a mana cost. Mm-hmm. And yep. the treasures have tap, Those sacrifice this artifact. Sneaky, man. Yeah, one mana of any color to your mana pool. It's coming in at a buck. Uh, sure. I think this could be a budget standard for blue. For sure. I agree, I agree with that. that. Yeah. Sure. Um, and it's a great card to where it might be at turn five. You really don't have anything. Yeah. Think of this as almost putting some mana in your back pocket for later, because mm-hmm. someone on that turn is probably going to cast something for five. Now, if it's late game, you could get stuck in that weird bind to where it's like, oh gosh, are they doing a two, a seven? Right. I don't know. Right, right. But if it's turn five, you know, you're you feel very there. confident you're going to get a CMC five. I do not recall a time where somebody in a game has said, hey, I'm going to make a treasure. You <laughs> can pay or do something to make me not make a treasure. And they said, no, I don't want you to have that. <laughs> they always say, yeah, sure, take it, whatever. Well, and they just pile up on this. He's talking about Smothering this- And that means everyone else is an idiot because you should always pay from Smothering Tide. No. Well, if you can. Yeah, it's the same thing as like Rhystic Study, right? You like, should you always pay from Rhystic Study. Right. Um, no, I think Spell Swindle is really cool. Um, I think this is the best one. One thing that's, one, there's a card that's like this called Brass's Bounty, which is six and a red. Um, you create a treasure token for each land you control. Mm-hmm. I've had that in so many decks, and it's complete garbage. It doesn't do anything. Like, really? Tr- just believe me, because a lot of times in the decks that you need it in, you're getting, like, I had it in Marchesa. I had it in Perforos for a minute. I had it in Duretti for a minute. But, like, all those, they're based, like, the reason, the way you can accelerate in those decks is not through lands, it's through artifacts, right? Huh. Okay. So you end up having, like, you, you, even if you cast it for its full cost, you might get like four back from it, right? Oh, it has, it has gotcha. no other effect, right? Like, and it's a one-time thing. So I think Spell Swindle is really cool. We've talked about it, I think, on Bruise and Build. Yeah, I want to say past. those yeah. guys talked about it during an, no, uh, yeah, a blue some, deck. some other completely so, some thing. other yeah. uh, straight. No, I think it's cool. I think it's a real, I think it's a really solid card. Awesome, Squee. What's your first one? I know uh, it's going to be a green card. No. <laughs> it is going to be a green card. It is going to be a ramp card, and it is going to be something that actually stumped myself. I don't know why. I I don't have this in my restick. I learned something new today, everybody. So Every day. It's called Elvish Guidance. Seems pretty similar. Like <laughs> Elvish Guidance. It theme. tells you, hey, this is an elf. Let's do this thing. Oh my Anyways, goodness. <laughs> it's an enchant land for two colors. Green. <laughs> Whenever enchanted land is tapped for a mana, its controller adds one green to it. Oh my god. Man, actually, I may have this in my elf deck. Do you? Yeah. Nice. This is like a priest of Titanium enchant land that can't be killed with a board wipe for the most part. What yeah, the hell have I been doing? <laughs> It's like uh, like I love a matter yeah, of that's, that, yeah, yeah, twenty. Uh, it's for one shiny quarter. You can have this card. Well, here's the thing, Squee. Don't feel bad looking at the top commanders for this card. It's only present in like less than fifty percent of elf decks. Seriously, this you're not is, the only one. This is an egregious error. Yeah. Oh, that sweet, sweet onslaught block. We all have fond memories of that. I mean, what the hell? I saw this. I didn't know what to do. It's going in Reese. You panicked. <laughs> I spent too much money on Priest of Titania. All of these things are coming to mind. No, you need them both. It's just redundant. Of course, effects. you need them both, but Priest of Titania should be worth <laughs> a lot less. Of course, you fool. <laughs> it should be worth a lot less knowing that this Wait, comes out and can't be killed. Fly, you fools. It's not fly, it's follow. What? It's follow, you fools. From Gandalf? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I do have a question for both of you. Yes. Now, in this situation, if you had Elvish Guidance or Priest of Titania and you had to pick one, which would you pick? Elvish Priest Guidance. Titania. I'm with I'm with Mr. Combo. I think uh, enchantment harder to remove. Yeah. Priest cost two. Creatures creatures die all the time. Uh, what's cost three? Yeah, creatures One. die all the time. Think all the I'm just saying. I don't. I, well, I'd rather have them both. What are you gonna strip but mine? I think if you had to pick one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd rather I, have I, the enchantment. I, 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 ah! I legitimately learned something new today. Well, you know what else we're going to learn? What Big Tuck's selection is. Yeah, so I'm please. always talking about lands today, as Ew. I mentioned before. Yeah. So this is one that got printed recently, and I think hasn't been played a lot. So most of these for these lands do castle garen brig yes nailed it uh, <laughs> no oh really no, no oh i figured that was that's kind of no, ramp no. so um these are for we've talked about them before like my queen marchesa deck or perforos or something that doesn't have any access to ramp right okay. outside of like artifacts so okay. any drips and drabs help so this is one that's actually really worked for me quite well um isolated watchtower so tap for a colorless which is fine two colorless and tap scry one then you may reveal the top card of your library if it's a basic land card if a basic land card is revealed this way put on the battlefield tapped activate this ability if only an opponent controls at least two more lands than you i don't like that i like it quite a bit the two lands but again like we're looking at decks where if you're playing against a green player you're always going to be behind right it's like it's like the same sort of thing as land tax right Land tax is only one more land than you, right? Yeah. This is only two, so if you can't afford a land tax... And it and you has have to be this, a basic. And this is also something that can still tap for mana when you need it. So that, That's where I think that one's fine, because I think that's going to translate into my next one Correct. very well. Okay, perfect. But this one, so like I said, I also just like the ability to scry for free, potentially, if you have the mana sync. Um, yeah, that's not for free. You got to pay mana to do that, right? But still, like, it's like again, <laughs> how's free? Queen, hey, that free? Burger was really good. And free, it's like, like oh my god, oh my god, I'm so hungry. I've been, doing, I've been back on like the vegan thing this week. It's Could you use a 16 incher? Uh, no, but I will. Maybe a I will, I will use a Wendy's to stop home. So, anyways, um, no, I think Isolate Watchtower is fun. I think it's a cool card in the colors you need it, right? Like. Again, if you're playing mono red, if you're playing Mardu, whatever, you're generally going to be behind lands because you're so focused on getting out these artifacts to ramp you. Sure. This thing might be something that might be able to, in a pinch, get you ahead of the game. No, that's, uh, it's fair. I just, it's I, not, I, it's not a Mr. Combo card at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, what so do you got for us now? The one I'm going to talk about is actually a very popular card. Uh, it's an over 10,000 decks. Uh, Whoa. But here's the interesting thing. I never see it in our play group. Okay. So I actually don't think it's as widely played as EDH Rec may lead us to believe. Okay. We're talking thematic compass. Oh, yeah, this card's amazing. It's very yeah. underplayed, in my opinion. So this is a two-colorless artifact with the ability pay three, tap, search your library for a basic land card, reveal it, put it into your hand, shuffle your library, and then this, at the beginning of your end step, if you control seven or more lands, transform thematic compass, mm -hmm. which then, when it transforms, you could tap to add a colorless, or it's a myth yeah. on opponent's creatures, not That's your own. So Pretty damn good. The way I look at it is since it only transforms once you have seven lands, mm -hmm. you can kind of judge when this thing's going to transform and control that. Right. Um, so I like but it, that. But it even, turns in, it even turns into ramp itself Correct. because it turns into something you can tap for mana. You could, And so I think when people, once again, complain about Boros, Red, White, mm -hmm. we can't ramp. Right. Why don't you run Thematic Compass in there? Sure. Because I'm going to be honest, I'm looking at the top commanders. I'm seeing green. I'm seeing black. I'm seeing blue. I'm seeing colorless. Fools. I see, I see several red. Uh, it's like the 16th played commander is white. <laughs> and it's only an 8 of 42 decks. Uh, ah, Michiko, Kondo, yeah. Truthseeker. We may be so, in an sure. age of there's so many magic cards, people are people can't forget. unaware. But that's, I, like, that's even a hollow argument because this just came out like... Report is. This just came out in Ixalan like two years ago, so... Yeah, but it's it's crazy when you see this 10,027 decks, so it's in 4% of all EDH decks. Right. But... 
How many games of Magic do you think we've played since this has come out? And I don't think I've seen it once. I've seen it. Right. I've, seen, I've never seen it. I've seen it on the adult uh, Commander thing. Talking real life. But I've also seen this deck, or I'm sorry, I've seen this do work in Will's uh, friends deck. His uh, colorless uh, AKA one. AKA not yeah, friends. Yeah, absolutely. Which those other guys on the other podcast may feature. Oh, really? <laughs> hey. Talk. Oh, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Walked right gotcha. into that one. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, Metacompass, it. it's four bucks between yeah. two and four dollars. Yeah. So, it's not cheap, but I think this is a card that if you are someone not like Big Tuck and myself that has 32 plus decks. Sure. This is a card that you could probably put into Reese and then, oh, I'm going to move this over to Kokoshu. And now yeah. I'm going to move this over it's to very Gorm and Grin. Yeah. You will never have a deck made that this doesn't work Correct. in outside Correct. of maybe Azusa. Yeah. I don't think yeah, uh, right. Marketing Ross's Azusa deck would want this. I don't even think, I honestly don't think this goes in green because there's just so many better options. Well, yeah, green's full of them. Like, the, I'd rather have a But cult, you may want it then. I'd rather cultivate it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but you think about it, you may be able to flip to, this turn three. But to your point, like having this in a mono black deck. And I'm on a white. Why not? Right? Yeah. Like it's, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna, gonna find Kikusha a home show for sure. And, well, and I don't run this in any decks outside of my colorless deck. And, and I'm just sitting here like, why? And there's, a, there's another one that I think does the same thing. Um, I can't remember the name of it, and I try to find it, but it doesn't flip. So that's that's the only thing that the, I've talked to people who have run this before, and sometimes they're like, shit, I don't want it to flip. Yeah. I want to keep searching for it, but then you like put yourself behind. But mm -hmm. that's such like an edge case; it doesn't even matter. But yeah, no, thematic compass is is legit. Squee McGee, what's your next card? Well, I got a doozy for you guys. I think you're actually going to like this. So it is a one green cost, zero three with reach. It's a beast for those playing the beast travel. Oh. It is named Arboreal Grazer. Oh, oh this yeah. card's awesome. Oh, yeah, it's such a good card. Until yes. Gilded Goose came out. Such a good card. It's, oh, so, yeah. When Arboreal Grazer enters the battlefield, you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield tapped, hence land. Basic. Not basic. No, land. 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 Any yeah. land. Land. Oh. That's why I thought she'd like it. Oh, I thought it was basic. No, no sir. It's oh, a zero land. three with reach four one that puts a land onto the battlefield. Well, let me put on my big boy bridges. It's, it's, it's a <laughs> slam dunk in my Mesa Zen deck. I, it's this so good. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it's real. And also coming as in, a common forty five cents. Yeah. They say it's yeah, a, it's a common. Yeah, this and that's stupid. The spark. It is. Yeah. yeah, blink effect decks. That's a big thing. Zero. Like yeah, this this thing is insane. Would you move this in Arcades? Uh, no, because it doesn't have defender. Oh, you're right. It just has reach. Yeah, just reach. Three, but which is still, weird. But just reach is such a yep. random thing to put yeah. on a, a zero three but one drop also, with an effect. But it's also cool because it's a zero three. It blocks Drakes like from Talran. Yep. It blocks other yeah. flyers like very like Opters. Yeah, whatever you whatever you draw you this of. first turn in your hand. Yeah, obvious. I mean, I ran four of those in my standard deck, Did you? Yeah. and I only swapped them out for Gilded Goose because Gilded Goose can make more mana throughout the game. Right? Yeah, over and time. it's a flyer, so if I ever get some pluses, sure. But no, that card is a rock star. Yeah, it's yeah, really, really dope. All right, Tuck, what do you got? All right, so I'm gonna pay. I'm. A, I don't think they listen to the podcast. Was a shame. And actually, I was talking to a friend of the show about this. So I used to get so much shit about playing this card, and I think it's freaking awesome. So soaring. Yes, correct. Cool. All, all, all 45 of them. I heard it taps for two. Um, yes, <laughs> and only cost one. So we're talking uh, Colorless Land Terrain Generator. Oh, yep. This, this is one card of the ones I had. Is, Mark is it really? Yeah. Okay, cool. So this card is, I think, in the right deck, incredible. So Terrain Generator is a land. It's coming in at three bucks, which is crazy because I used to get this for like a dollar, maybe less. So you can tap it, add a colorless, which I think is key in a lot of these things, right? Like, I think there's a lot of... Well, now there's a lot of relevant stuff where you need colorless mana. Correct. Or just like, 
you don't always have to use this, right? Like, so people make the argument of like Terramorphic Expanse and um, Evolving yep. Wilds. They don't do anything besides like just go and fix your mana. Sure. But this one actually does something. So that's that's one thing. And then two tap, you may put a basic land card from your hand onto the battlefield tapped. Yeah. Which I think is great, right? So I I think there was a time where people really tried to shove this and turn it into like a staple of like, just think about mm. the ramp, right? But I think where it really shines is in monocolor decks that have oh, no other access to ramp, right? Like sure. your mono blues of the and world. And they're probably running a ton of basics. Correct. Yeah. Like your mono blues of the world, your mono blacks of the world, your mono whites of the world. Um, sometimes you may just have a dead hand, especially early. Um, if you're playing mono blue, a lot of times you're just sitting and waiting for something to happen to counter, to bounce, whatever. Here you have a mana sink that also ramps you in front of the game. So um, I think Terrain Generator is probably... I saw something where the guy on EDH Rec is going through and talking about, like, is this played enough? Is this not played enough? And all that jazz. It's probably about right where it's played, but um, I'd grab one if you can find them in, like, used binders and that sort of things. Jam them into any deck that's monocolor where you're running, like, a bunch of basics. Maybe two-color. Like, I could kind of see this fitting well into, like, uh, is it Spellslinger sort of deck sure. where you're just sitting right. there. Um, but I, I think Terrain Generator is really good. People used to give me shit because it only produces colorless mana, but you all uh, can suck it. Uh, colorless mana, I think, is undervalued. Especially in two or one color deck, because you're going to have plenty of other ways to do it, right? So, just in general, I mean, every card, for the most part, unless it's a one-cost mana card, has colors yeah, in it. Very you're true. going to use it. Right. It's going to come It's gonna come to fruition some way or another. But yeah, Terrain Generator is awesome. That's what I got on them. Awesome. Uh, so, my next one is a red enchantment. I tried to do something to where I could like hit each of the colors outside sure. of green, because green's just... Yeah, you know I got you. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't need it. Uh, I don't I need it. Talk about braid of fire. Oh yeah, this card's cool. Red enchantment, cumulative upkeep, relevant back in the day, <laughs> not so much anymore. Add a red to your mana pool at the beginning of your upkeep. Put an age counter on this permanent, then sacrifice it unless you pay its upkeep cost for each age counter on it. So back in the day, guys, there used to be this thing called mana burn. So if you've had mana in your mana pool and you went to move phases you would lose life for each mana you did not spend. So with Too this hot. card, yep. getting that mana, that upkeep, your one, two, three, eventually 10, 15, 20, you could just kill yourself off of that. Correct. So I think this is a great way for red to ramp, and there's a lot of cards in red that, that could be enchantments, yeah. activated abilities, mm -hmm. mana sinks, things to where, you know, think if you had thematic compass, sure. and, and I am missing go, land yep. drops, bad. Well, once I get to my third upkeep, sink it in the thematic compass, boom, let's go get another land. The only thing that sucks about this card is its price. $20. Yeah. And this used to be like a bulk common. Or like used to be like a bulk thing that you'd find. I think it's a rare. It's a rare. Yeah, but still, like, and then for, for some reason over the last, like, two years, it's just spiked abhorrently. And I can't remember what deck it is. Maybe, like... Perforos Bronze Blooded loves this deck, but that's too oh, recent. Yeah, honestly, you know what probably made it go up in price, and it's gonna make you real angry. Jimmy piloted it on a Game Nights episode and had a ton of mana. Boom, well, I mean, you gotta think about it. Like, there have been times to where a card has been featured on Game Nights because it is the, the the premier EDH. Oh, yeah, also, I'm coming for you, Jimmy. <laughs> it's the premier EDH gameplay series. Yeah, we're looking at Valdelkin Ori. We're looking at... Shadowborn Apostles. Yeah. That doubled to triple in price after Josh played that. What a farce. So that just, what a, that just what a happens. Farce. I think that's probably why Braid of Fire is almost 20 bucks now. But I think this is a great... Great yeah, and I card. guess it used to only be it used to be ten dollars for Time mm -hmm. Immortium by the looks of it. So I mean, that big of a jump's fine. Um, I'd be interested to see what episode they came out with because there was a significant jump around War of, War of the Spark. So 
Uh, yeah, I, if you have one or can find one on the cheap, yeah, I think Braids of Fire is pretty solid. Well, and like we've talked about it, sometimes you can get some of these like this yeah, heavily, heavily, heavily played. Get it out of a binder. binder. Yeah. McGee had sure. a lot of good luck at Magic oh, Fest OKC. Yeah. Hit up all the Magic Fest. Yep. They have all sorts of cards on the cheap. All right, Squee, what's your next card? So the last one I'm talking about today is kind of boring, but it's a beautiful card that avoids <laughs> a lot of token board wipes, I'm which so happens in green already. all the time. It's Druid of the Cow. So one colorless, yep. one green, Elf Druid. Tap, add a green man in your mana pool, it's a 1-3. So the biggest thing you run into when you're running elf ramp or green creature ramp is everybody neg one, neg one, neg two, neg two. Nobody really ever goes to neg three, neg three. They might, I guess, lightning (laughs) bolt you, but why? The the thing is, is I I remember when this card came out, I showed it to friend of the show, Rafi. And I remember his initial reaction was like, what the hell? A 1-3 mana dork for two? Why do they need that? It's beautiful. And I said, it is beautiful. why don't they need that? Yeah, it's, si- it's silently beautiful. This yeah. card does not die. It stays on the board. I like it. I like it a lot. I run it in mine. I just I I know I was there when this got previewed. I was there when this first came out in Aether Back Revolt. In my day. I saw this in I saw this in standard and mm-hmm. in limited, and it was fine. I just think there's so many better options. Like again, the one three in is Commander. Fine. Would you take this or would you take Land or Elves? Land or Elves every time. Well, that's Why? one mana. Yeah, yeah, that's Why? a bad argument. Because Lin- I don't Land or Elves. There's a bunch of there are a bunch of other Elves that are colorless green that are one twos. I would take this. I would agree with that, right? But I wouldn't take this over Mystic Arbor Elf, uh, Land or Elves, Finhorn Elves. Uh, By the way, I'm about to take Land or Elves. I'm take this over Finhorn Elves. Finhorn Elves is too colorless in a green. No, that's Finhorn Elder. Oh, Finhorn Elves is just a, re- a functional reprint of Lanor Elves, which oh, okay. is a Mystic Elf. Which is, which is, which is so yeah, I think that's what you need to do. Though is you need to put this in the slot it belongs in, which is the two CNC Elves. It's the best Elf. That's a Manador. Uh, Anyways, I think I've done my job. We've generated a debate. Things are going on here. Oh yeah, forgot Elves. Big Tuck, what's your last one? Um, so I don't know. I have a couple ones we can kind of slot in here. Um, but one that I think is. I don't know where it's played. I imagine it's it's probably played about the right, but just to make sure everyone knows about it, Croson Verge. Oh yeah. So color it's a enters the battlefield tapped. It's a it's fifty cents. Um, great land. It's a great land. Tap uh, add colorless so you can pay for it right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two colorless tap it sack it. Search your library for a forest card and a planes card and put them on the battlefield tap then shuffle your library. Wait, did you say basic? No, sir. I did not. I did not oh, mention it at all. I want to sign yes. up for that. It's Look. insane. So there's another one that came out um there's another one that came out recently that's not like 250 where it's it taps for a colorless and then uh for three colorless and a green you can sack it and get two basics I think that share a land type or something. Anyways, but this card is awesome, right? And it's a shame that they're never going to go through and redo any more of the cycles because it's so good. But the fact that you can go get a forest, a plains, whatever it is, right? You're, if you want to do it fancy, your Aberduels. If you want to be more like a general schmo like me, go get your battle Go get your battle lands. Um, well, and the nice is. thing is that you can run that card technically in off-color decks. Cor- also Because it does yeah. not list the actual stuff. Right, there. for so sure. If you're being a true degenerate, wanting every way to tutor, you could slot that in a deck that doesn't run one of those Correct. colors. Just for fun. But it's best to go get, like, luckily, um, and we've talked about this before, Allied colors like green and white have the most support when it comes to non to non basic lands that have basic land types, all of the cycle lands, all of the battle lands, and that sort of thing. So most decks that have this, you have plenty of options on a budget to go get. 
Now, to be fair, there has been times where I failed to find on this because I ran out of forests or planes. But super How edge case. How dare you? I know, right? But super edge case. Um, I think this. I really don't see a reason not to run this in any deck that runs these colors. It ramps you. Um, it still pays for itself if you don't want to go there. Just a really great card. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people know that this is a card that exists and probably run it because it's been printed in literally every pre-con that, are, that run those colors. <laughs> but for those five people out there that never heard of Cross and Verge before, this is a premier land ramp card. That's awesome. Well, the last one I want to end with, it's not a specific card. It's actually a cycle uh, because I think one of the things that you want to try to do when you're ramping is always make sure you have the colors to ramp because you don't want to sure. necessarily, let's just say you're in a three color deck and you have a Kadama's Reach in hand, but no green, that doesn't do then you a lot of good. Right. So there actually is a cycle of mirrors that each tap oh, for yeah. their own yeah, color. Yeah. Gold mirror, copper mirror, silver mirror. Uh, Lead mirror. Lead, leaden mirror, yeah. Uh, so these guys cost two generic to play and they're just simple two t- or uh, one ones that tap for their respective color. Uh, they're not expensive. Correct. Uh, they do even have a Palladium Mirror that basically is a Soul Ring for Correct. three mana. Right. An Alloy Mirror yep. that's basically a, what do we call that trash, uh, Mana Geode without yeah. Scry. Right. Mana Geode's great. I, I know. That's not the one I was trying to think of. Oh, uh, Manolith. Manolith. That one's bad. Basically yeah. a yep. Manolith on a 2-2 uh, body. Yep. Uh, so definitely these can be ways that if it's you're playing probably more than two colors and you do have some ramp, but... Maybe the few times you play or even monocolored for that matter. Uh, I don't know if I would waste this in a monocolored unless it's blue and you have artifact themes. Or because mm-hmm. now these are sack fodder. Correct. And okay. like to, okay. to be fair, in your they to are one fair. ones. To be fair, and one they are one ones. So you could sack them in your shry deck. Um, I like them in Perforos because they're creatures. So even if you draw them late game, they can still burn people out. Sure. Right? So um, I run. I, I just don't think they'd be good in a monocolored deck for ramp. That's no, you, you, you need to have, there. like, there's a reason why you would want these if they're creature-based. Correct. Or, like, uh... Like, you don't run Felwar Stone in a monocolor deck. Oh, sure you do. No. What? No. It's two mana, comes in untapped. Yeah, but then and it can, only and taps can, for a color that your opponent right, has, so, and you have to hope that they have... Right, so you're you're guessing, and even 20% then, chance. So then, even then, it's a Mind Stone. Or we go back to it's a color, listen, it's fun. Yeah, and even then, it's a Mind Stone without the, with the one down the you don't sack it. No, Felwar Stone's <laughs> incredible. But these mirror cycles are really good. Um, Aaron... Single Aaron runs them in a bunch of his decks because... He's a degenerate. Yes, and they're artifacts. So <laughs> these, these are really cool cards. Cool. Well, guys, that's going to wrap up What's the Plane Chase. Now <laughs> in that last segment, Squeed dives into those creative juices with the Weather Lit Report. Welcome back to the Weather Lit Report. Coming to you live from Weather Lit Chopper 4. I'm Squee McGee. Today we're talking birds. We're flying. We are in the air. Birds. It is the literal Weather Lit Report. We're talking Kanji Airy Keeper. He got this from our Man, we are on the same page. I need, oh, he did? And I, then he built it? Yep. Nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, Australian Alex and I need to chat because yeah. we have a lot of decks in common. Well, good luck with that. He's not much of a talker. And, well, and also, he, he might shows up. And also, Maybe he we'll might text. be a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, for those playing the home game, Kanji is a two colorless white blue creature legend. It's a bird, I believe. Burp. Is it a bird? It's just a legend. Has it's it a legendary bird. bird. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, errated. Errated. Sorry, not amended. Correct. All right. So it reads kicker two X, which is two colorless and X, which kind of sucks. But 
sure. 2x flying when kanji area keeper comes into play if you paid the kicker cost put x feather counters on it all birds get plus one plus one for each feather counter on kanji area yeah keeper. boy two two flyer flying the old school way yeah just with burbs yeah so uh this won't make a whole lot of sense until the next card i'm going to talk about sure um the Obviously, you can proliferate, do whatever you got to yep. do if you want to get them up there. But the card I wanted to talk about for the most part is Avin Mimeo Mancer. One what? colorless, a white, a blue creature, bird wizard, 3-1 with flying, reads, at the beginning of your upkeep, you may put a feather counter on target creature. If you do, that creature is a 3-1 and has flying, as long as it has a feather counter <laughs> on it. So, you, so put that, you put that on the commander? Yeah. You, <laughs> Continually add feather counters onto the commander that dictates you need yeah, feather counters. Yeah, because the thing with Kanji, the thing that's broken is it's all birds get plus one plus no, one. No, it, it has been errated to other bird creatures. Oh, yeah, just okay. like even uh, still. No, I'm like not worried about the Voltron. This is an all bird deck. Yeah, I mean it's great. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, Alar Reborn. What were you thinking? And it has some great flavor text. If the skies are only refuge. I will see all of us take wing. Ooh. Sure. Yeah. That was good. Thank yeah, you, little Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny because I could and see you half gotta, your, you, I could see half your you gotta, face was like, dead. You gotta enunciate more poorly? I don't know if that's possible from there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Remember, I can't read and I can't write. Your segues and your dictation is quite good. And my so I'm the opposite. My reading and my writing is good. My dictation you is horrible. You can't read with crap because you never wear your glasses. Well, okay. Correct. Yeah. I'm the, abil if, if I'm the, ab see, I'm the ability to like, read. You're Ben Affleck. <laughs> All right. What's the next <laughs> yes, card? Very good. So the next card I wanted to talk about <laughs> is Lieutenant Kutar. It is a one colorless, two white. It's a creature, bird, soldier, legend. With flying, mm -hmm. one and a white, sacrifice Lieutenant Kritar, remove target attacking creature from the game. So you get all your bird sure. tribal going on. There's other cards out there in the bird tribal world that give you plus one, plus one, <sighs> all the boring stuff that you'd expect from tribal. But you need some removal out there, and I know white's not really lacking in removal, but right. this is an extra removal spell that, and I think this is underappreciated in the game. If you have something on the board that prevents something, it changes the entire cycle Correct, yeah, of how people to, play. Correct, yeah, to focus Versus, in, coming at you, yeah. Like a counter spell, you hold it in your hand. People know or don't know it's right. there, whatever they want to think. But if it's on the board, it's out there. It makes people do things differently than they would normally do. So this is, in effect, to me, uh, on the board fog. Do you think that people who play this deck call this guy Lieutenant Dan? I hope so. Just because it's important. Just because. I literally just had a Twilight vision hit me. I'm Twi going Wait, I'm sorry. You mean Twilight the movie with Edward Cullen? Yes. I see all the sparkles. I see all the glitter. No. Uh, I'm scrolling through EDH Rex page around Kanji. Have you guys, do you guys remember Commander Esha? I used to run that in the deck that we did back in high school. It's just a two colorless white, white flying protection from creatures 2-4. Like, I saw that artwork as I was scrolling down. I shit you not. Is that your next one? No! Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, keep that. Oh, I already read it. Why'd you like it? Keep going. I love this card. This no. is one of the few non-angels I ran yeah. in my angel elf deck. Sure. If I could have a, like, actual workhorse in a bird deck, this is yeah, it. Yeah, that's probably it. It has flying. It cannot be blocked. This card is great. As a 2-4 in a bird travel where you get all the beef from everybody else's stuff, what sure. else could you want? It's a workhorse. It's going to be on the board for, unless you have a board wipe out there for pretty well the whole game. Yeah, I'm going to assume that this has been errated to. Uh, it's a legendary bird soldier. Legendary creature, bird soldier. 
Could you make this into legit Voltron? Kind of like how people oh, absolutely. make the, Why not? the uh, yeah. dogs. The, oh, the yeah. White. It, uh, Ishimura. Please go yeah. to EDH Rec and look at how many decks this card has. If I recall, it's like 12. Uh, 499. All right. Never mind. Wow. Wrong card. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to be honest, it's even a better Voltron than the dog because it's got two evasions. Yeah. I mean, this could actually this be like a, a really yeah. filthy. You, you could almost do Voltron, Artifact, Enchantment, Instant. But it's also is like this the, the new mono white commander. The, pro the problem is, is that like you still need. Maybe. I just there's better. If you want to be really cute and I mean, make, I think I could dismantle my kitty cat deck, take all the equipment out of there, and I, I just could make, make this? I could probably make a more fun deck around this. Right, but there's than cats. Let's do it. And I am talking about all bird legends, by the way. I just oh, thank wanted to point oh, that th out. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was so worried. Side note: Balan kind of looks like his head's a pumpkin. Continue. Sure. Wait, what now? <laughs> we are completely. Yeah, we, we have we have lost. All right. It. Well, since uh, next one you're talking about is Teshar, Ancestor's Apostle. Uh, no, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's it's Major Tarot. It's a, a three colorless and white. Say Major Terrace? Yeah, Major Tarot. Major Tom? Tarot. Oh my god. T E R O H. Three colorless and white, flying, two three bird, legend, for those wondering. And three colorless, two white, sacrifice Major Tarot, remove all black creatures from the game. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. I don't want to talk about it any more than that. That's, it's, pretty, it's pretty straightforward. God, all bird, all bird legends. So if you, if you guys have been, if you guys have been begging for birds, and you finally, you finally came to the right source. You caught me on a good. Friday. If you've been begging for birds, will you better Dude, big biscuit? I got nothing. How good does Chick Fil A sound right now? Not that good. Well, you also just say giant sub. I, I just had sixteen inches. Ooh, ooh! I always like to ruin everyone's day by throwing in a non-budget card, uh, something that is not a bird but just makes sense for the deck. Magus of the Moat. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I was it, gonna ask if it was Moat Moat, but it has Moat no, in the name. No, Moat Moat's like I know it's expensive. Yeah, right. Dollars. This is only six bucks, seven yep. bucks. And so creatures hey, that's, that's, can't attack. That's plausible. So another one that another one that did monster work in AA's deck was Gravitational Shift. Three colorless, uh, blue, blue, enchantment. Creatures with flying get plus two, plus zero. Creatures without flying get minus two, minus zero. So, quick way to stymie the rest of the board while you're taking up all the most obscure legends that you can possibly think of out of the game. <laughs> hey, I do it again. Anyways, that's all I had on this. I'm going to kick it back to the Action 4 News Desk with Mr. Combo and Big Tuck. Thank you for staying with us. And as always, remember those great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, flying with uh, Kanji, <laughs> and placing orders through level1gameshop.com. Also, another way to support your news team is head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash CMD Tower, with reward tiers for all the budgets. There is a way that you, the collective, can help you can. <laughs> you can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 news team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmdtowers.com. Yes, yes, yes! Love it. Thank Love you, it. Mr. Combo! You can communicate directly with your team at cmdtower, at Mr. Combo number five, all spelled out except for the five, at Deer Squee, at Big Tuck Tweeting, from your MTG Action 4 news team. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good beak.